Hey, Adam. Yes. You like funk chops or pork chops? I like funky poke chops. Funky poke chops. Is that keto approved? Yeah, there are no carbs in funk. All right, let's do it. I'm Adam Mess. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily music advice coming at you. Coming at you today, sponsored by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com to check out all of our jazz lessons from jazz legends. That's how we bill it. Is that a little cocky? Yeah, well, it's a little bit, and I noticed the ow, it's still there. It's not going anywhere. It's, really? I that, not, do not, I have to get permanently used to that? Not for a minute. Not for okay. a minute. Yeah. I can tune out for that. For that it might evolve. Second. It's going to evolve. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> So what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about seven tracks to help your funk chops. Now, I think we just did a funk episode. We did. Like, not too long ago. We did, and uh, that was kind of spurring our thoughts uh, to maybe pick out some other tracks. And there's only a little bit of overlap, I believe. Just unavoidable. Well, of course, it's always avoidable. But basically, (laughs) um, these were things, these are tracks that we think will specifically help your chops on keyboards. Really, any instruments. I mean, this is highlighted sort of for some of the keyboard things happening, but like all great funk tracks, there's going to be a little something for everybody. And it's really about getting the vibe, right? Yeah, funk is all about the vibe. It's all about the vibe. So if you're a keyboardist, if you're a bass player, if you're a drummer, if you're a trumpet player, you want to listen for specific things, but you really want to listen to everything that's happening. I'm always amazed when people say, what's a good, what's a good record to listen to how to comp um, as a pianist, and I will tell them like Sonny Rollins live at the Village Vanguard, yeah. where there's no piano. Yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> That's a great thing because yeah. you, you what, a lot of times what we're listening for is what is not happening with us, what we could fit into, and then or just listening to what everybody else is doing except for your instrument because that's, that's right. what you're gonna have to fit in. That's right. And then of course there's some inspirational stuff on here though, especially with the starting with the first track, kind of oh going OG a little bit, New Orleans funk, some of the roots there. Yeah, you know what I have, uh, I'm embarrassed to say I have. Slept on Professor Longhair, this first track that we have here. Shame on me. Shame on you for sleeping on top of that gentleman back I know, in the day. He seems I like a lovely person, <laughs> and I've slept on top of him. Yeah. No, uh, I've I've really just uh, I I haven't taken a deep dive. Of course, I've heard all this stuff, but I haven't really like uh, gone on a deep listening. But that's changing this weekend. But I'll tell you that much this right is about now. About to change right now. say is that funk yeah look at my face <laughs> right now not you <laughs> my face is just my my lips are turned down my nose is crinkled that's funk yeah this is really you know and i mean there's going to be there, there's a lot of new orleans represented here i could have done we could have done just just new orleans but really the lineage from i mean certainly before professor Longhair, but then to james booker to dr john um it, you know it's you know ernie cato uh, the the whole thing is Especially on the piano side, like yeah. we're gonna get into some great keyboard and organ stuff, of course. But just on the piano side, you know, and the groove side, it, this is just, you know, Professor Longhair is, is is really where it all starts. I was gonna say it's very rare that I hear a style of piano or a piano being played in a way that I'm like, 
I don't think I've heard a piano sound quite like that. Yes. You know, I've right. been around for a minute now. Right. And I've heard a lot of stuff, but just as that started playing, I was like, you never hear a piano that sounds quite like this. Right. Like the way he's playing that is so unique. Yeah. And, and is a, such a cool way to use the instruments. Really Have you great. checked out James Booker before? No. Okay, that's or oh, I should have had him on here. So that you know, you know, maybe um, if we have do time, a bonus, we'll, but... we'll throw a bonus in there because yeah. a little Junko partner wouldn't hurt anybody. But but um, yeah, man, it's it, this stuff is great, and I always think about like you know the way that ragtime was was primarily or customarily a solo piano uh, situation at the beginning, and then was scaled out to really you know not the only influence, but a big influence influence on early jazz. Mm. Um. Is a similar way with funk, I think, with New Orleans pianists, with New Orleans groove-based stuff that pianists would do that was so different than anywhere else. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. really its own feel. Yeah. Its own uh, its own cadence. All right, number two. Number two is one we, we did have on our other funk list. That's right. But it's worth revisiting. Yeah, let's do it. This is Look of Pie Pie. Especially for a, a piano thing. <laughs> Right there, that's a great fill there. So for you keyboard players, if you're on organ, if you're on, I mean, yeah. But it's just so simple. And then, you know, it was it's bad that we're fading out there. And we, I mean, we can listen to all this all day. But oh, and and, and, and we're back. It's our podcast, yeah, man. That's really right. No, it is. It's really, really great. I mean, it just goes to show you that, like, you know, we think we need to work on all these sixteenth note runs or no, whatever. No, 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 that's what the funk is. And so. Also, if you're a comping instrument, if you can really check out the way Leo Leo is playing, is comping, like very precise, very humane. Like there's Zigaboo, the, the the drum track is so is the busiest part there, yeah. and so everybody else is really just locked in, locked and loaded, ready to go. It's amazing too. Drop down and give me some authentic New Orleans funk. <laughs> No, what's amazing, too, is how funky that is and how straight out of just, like, a New Orleans jazz tradition, you can hear it coming straight from the same place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it has a very similar pocket. It's great. It's straight out of Metairie Country Club. That's what it sounds like, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, okay. uh, all right. Next is, um, this is a lesser-known artist uh, <laughs> called uh, Stevie Wonder. So I was thinking, could we jump just to, because on this, I, I mean, the whole track is so great, but this is about Herbie's solo. Yes, he Herbie's has such a great solo, and I think he gets into some stuff that's really informative, um, and then we're going to go to some actual where do you think? Where do you think that is? Uh, Two-thirds two of the way in? Maybe three-fourths of the way in? Oh, right on it. Good. Yeah, it's kind of floating above, but still funky, right? Man, I've stolen that lick so many times. 
here, right here. Okay, when you sound good, keep repeating it. So that that's the type of lick that can really help your funk chops. Because you know, it's really like it's it's a rhythmic theme is what it is. I mean there's dunk gink 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 gink, but it's really bunk gink 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 stack gink 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 gink. And uh he keeps repeating it, like I said, because it sounds so darn good. Can we hear when Stevie comes back in though, the little like mmm that happens right before? Right. Goes down with the alternate voice. I love that little moment. Yeah, and on Stevie stuff, you can really, like, everybody, even if you're not a singer, like, Doing that check growl. out the way he phrases. Yeah, the way the way he syncopates, too. Obviously, Herbie's doing some killer syncopates. Oh, he does these awesome triplets coming up here. I mean, out of a out of a career full of nothing but banging, banging tracks, that stands up there as one oh, it's of incredible. his best. It's know? incredible. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because I remember when this, I believe I remember when this record, maybe I'm thinking of Musicquarium, but I mean, like, I was young, but it, when, when they used to play this stuff on the radio or you'd have the album, it would be like the other side, the B side, it would be extended. So like on the radio, you ne- it never even would get to this place. They would have faded out the beginning of Herbie's solo. Right. Yeah, yeah. Same thing on like Sir Duke, you know, Dizzy Gillespie's solo. That was it. I remember my sister had the, had the album and it was like, uh, she's like, there's some trumpet jazz guy you might want to hear on here. I was like, oh, come on now. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so why don't we move to number four, which is some actual, well, I mean, that, that was actually Herbie, of course. But... Um, well, let's just play this. This really speaks for itself. I was thinking we could play the beginning and then jump to like 135. Cool. So, of course, this is iconic Watermelon Man from Headhunters. Bill Summers. Fair life, Farfisa, something. Look out. They're living in there, and then this ba- this this comping when they go to the was it to the four chord or something? It's about to go. Mm. Oh, so that clav, I think that's a clav, right? The yeah. way he's laying back on that, you know, a lot of guys copied that years later for yeah. that like. So it's the clav with the mute on. Yeah. 
I mean, he's laid back on that in the groove, though. And then when the rose comes here. Like... A lot of influence from the meters too, and, and just a similar way of like that really precision. Yeah. But like not afraid to lay back and push at different times. The space. I think this is the golden era for the bass drum in music yeah this mid 70s early oh, mid 70s era the way the bass drum sounded you know what i'm saying alex man was, listen to that was, bass drum it was fat with an f and a ph it was and dead another and f fat and just and, and a z at the end the tapes the tape recordings of these bass drums oh, man. You know? oh, it's just is that. that a bunch of pillows in there or pillows on the no man but we don't that know. just sounds we don't so know. amazing we don't like if we back it up to Ooh, when that floor time when that Rhodes comes back in yeah like listen to the kick drum again Better speakers in here. I could really feel them. Oh, come on, man. That's awesome. Man, textures. You know, groove syncopation, of course. I know you're not feeling the new the, the pod suite speakers, but you gotta admit, the <laughs> setup is better than the pod cave. Oh, it's getting better all right. It's, it's no, better it's than better. the than the Sony headphones. It's, no, we're no, doing no. all right. We're doing for all right. Sure, for sure. All right, the next one is one that I love. You know, my son, who is eight years old, has recently learned how to roll his his Ours, mm. which I still can't do. No, I'm the last either. one in my family that can do it. Can't do it. If you can't do it yet, you, and he it's did never it coming for you. by accident. We were playing this song. So this song is on the kids over the summer were obsessed with the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. You know, it's just like this mixtape of songs from the 70s. Yeah, and he his was his favorite song off of it. Um, and he would in the middle of this song, there's a part that goes da 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 di da 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 da. And yeah. he would. Little, 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 little. He started uh, on accident in the car one day, so uh, it's P-Funk, not relevant to P-Funk this. P-Funk got your son's R's in, in shape. See? I know. That's what I'm talking about. It's not relevant to this podcast, but... <laughs> <laughs> totally relevant to this track. That's, that's how I'm going to remember this track from, yeah. from now on. I used to actually be in a band where I played, got to play the bass line to this, which was super fun. Mm. So this is this is Bernie Worrell on the move, just going crazy. I mean, Bernie Worrell, one of the greatest ever. Yeah, and I love. I mean, of course, he's known as you know incredible keyboardist, organist, great yeah. organ yeah, solos, yeah. piano, everything, rose. But he's just going crazy on this bass. I love it. It gets it gets more and more like complex, and he just takes over. And in the mix, when you're like listening, you know, I mean, it's just going. It's literally taking over the drums and everything. Yeah, imagine like what, what like P-Funk would be without Bernie Worrell. All yeah. the textures that he put on here. All but the... I feel like this is, I was saying that whenever you're feeling it, we could jump ahead to where I have marked on the 320 because you don't have to do it whenever you're feeling it. But to me, that's when he really, and then, I mean, I mean, he's just, he's just like, I'm soloing. <laughs> LFO. That's the lick on this It's song. like you can feel this like playing with like, like discovering it. Ooh, going down there. I mean, you know how many speakers and cars and like yeah. hi-fi systems in the 70s were blown out over this? <laughs> They're like, whoa, he's killing it. Turn it up, and then he goes down low, and it's like... And it's just imagine a, a little eight-year-old blonde kid missing <laughs> his two front teeth going... Blah, 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 blah. But when he goes up... 
I mean, his phrasing on the line, man, it's so. Woo. <laughs> he's like, do, do, get do, do. If you're gonna go busy AF, you better do it like this. And you know, this was like, this was like one take. He was just sitting there going crazy. They were like, all right, we got it. Let's go. <laughs> Smell the studio. Yeah. And I love, like, he plays so much it'll build up and then he'll just like leave space yeah, like oh, yeah, everybody yeah. Be... and you know nowadays they try to do this kind of stuff with these produ- I mean I don't want to throw shade on anyone but they try to get this sound and like everything is so you know I don't know no the looseness of this is it's a solo he's soloing on the ba- on the mood you know but the looseness of all the all the P-Funk stuff is yeah. so not happening anymore in almost any music I mean we I'm I am not an old fogey when it comes to like music used to be better yeah, back yeah. in the day like I think there's so much good music being made right now but this particular vibe and maybe I'm just ignorant to uh, if anybody knows of any kind of band that's like doing it like Parliament <laughs> as loose as that let us know because uh, we want to hear it yeah um, fun fact about uh, Ke- Kelly Martin uh, aka Mrs. Peter Martin yeah. actually not not ever known as that um, she uh First time she got high was at a P Funk oh, concert. I'm gonna put that out there, but this is the thing: she didn't smoke anything. A little thing we used to call a contact high yeah, yeah. at the Checker Dome in St. Oh, Louis. Yeah. <laughs> I w- I've been to several P Funk concerts. I opened for George Clinton once with uh-huh. this band I was in. It was a, we were like a P Funk, like not a tribute band, but we were definitely influenced. Called yeah. Son of Starchild, and uh, this girl I was seeing at the time, uh, we like introduce ourselves to George Clinton and he just like takes her hand and licks her from her hand up to her shoulder. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Hashtag him too. <laughs> yeah, this was mid 90s. Oh boy. I was yeah. like, I was be like, oh, this is back in the 70s. No, you know? no, no. This was not that long ago. I mean, it was long ago, but man. Wow. Times are changing. There you go. There you go. Anyway, next we have, all right, so this is interesting choice, Pete. Okay, so this, I wanted to show some more of the roots in a different direction because look, we're trying to help. These are not our favorite I mean, this is one of my favorite. This is awesome. Uh, this is awesome. But, but it's interesting not that a, a follows funk. flashlight. I know. That's why I wanted to mix it up. But this is the thing. We're not talking about our favorite funk tracks or the greatest funk. These are tracks to help your funk chops. Okay. So this one is probably not even a funk, what you would consider a funk track, although is it, it is funky. No, this is early soul. Yeah. For sure. It's kind early of soul funk, funk yeah, R&B yeah. kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I was thinking about some of the blue note sort of, but that's going in another direction. But this is really good for keyboard players, too. For sure. Just get the vibe. You know... <laughs> sometimes we're not prepared for adversity. When it happens, sometimes we're caught short. We don't know exactly how to handle it when it comes up. Plus, there's sometimes nothing like we don't know just what to do. Introduce when a little gospel funk from an Austria, from a young 22 year old Austrian named and Joe Zavino. Joe Zavino. <laughs> I got it from my pianist, Joe Zavino, who wrote this. Oh, you said it better. Joe, Joe Zavino. Zavino. Like when you have that kind of problem, it's Pretty called funny, anyway. Mercy. Oh, yeah. But if you mercy. transcribe some of his stuff, which I remember mercy. doing, that's kind of an entree into some of the funkier stuff, actually, that I like to play. He's Austrian, Joe Zavino? Yeah. What, you think he was from Brooklyn? Yeah. Were you serious? Yeah. You never heard him talk? No. Oh, man. Spoke great English, but with like the thickest Austri- Austro-German. German. The more you know. Because you heard him play, and you're like, the last place you thought he was from was from Austria, right? Yeah, he's yeah. so funky. This is not nothing against our Austrian brothers and sisters. <laughs> no, no, no. And the fill, the bleep, bleep. I mean, all his fills are great, man. And he's a lot, like, a lot of restraint and vibe, you know. 
Yeah, I just assumed he was like some hardened guy from like Philly or something. <laughs> Italian Philly. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His family had like three generations of Philly cheesesteak uh, uh, stands. Yeah. What a great sounding linebacker this one. Cannonball Adderley was funky. He was pre-funk. Yeah, like even before funk was yeah. a thing. That Adderley. The way they phrase this very simple melody is great. You know, Cannonball was like, we got a hit on our hands here. Exactly. We got to keep it simple. He's like, we got to keep the Austrian guy. So, yeah, that's my one little little, little, little side. uh, That's that's a little side hustle on here for y'all, number six. So, uh, yeah. Well, what was the number eight uh, bonus? Well, you know, we're not going to have time for that because we got to do number seven. We got number seven still. We're all, we're all, uh, we're a good chunk into this already. Okay, so, yeah. so let's hit number seven. So now we're going to come back. I know we had Stevie Wonder before, but, you know, look, we love Stevie. And, um, he, you know, I think a lot of people don't. He, his career, which is still going on, is such a, I mean, so much based upon, like, pop songwriting at the highest level. But as an instrumentalist and as a band, you know, as having bands and great records and stuff, and really, because of the time he came up in, like, that was, the funk thing was such a big part of what he did. You know, there's a lot of, like, church influence in a lot of the stuff we've, you yeah. chose today like as stevie's as yep. definitely is a gospel influence mercy uh, mercy 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 even flashlight you know yep. th- you know dun, 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 when he's going on that continuous baseline yep. that's certainly uh church worthy this is yep. i think stevie's probably most gospel influenced mm-hmm. piano part yep mm. that laid back counter melody i think this is stevie on So comping, I, I love the way he comps on. Oh, that's a good bass drum on this one too. It's all man, all this mid seventies, early seventies stuff. The, the like, Parliament too, unbelievable. What's cool with the bass drum pattern on here, and this is really important for keyboards and of course basses, to know what the bass drum pattern you're playing in funk. That's how you get your funk chops together, because. There is variation, but it's not like in jazz where they're dropping bombs and stuff. The bombs are pattern based, right? So as a keyboard player, you got to know how that fits in. If you check it out, it's like, doom, doom, doom. and then he goes syncopated with it. You know? It's a good point, though. You have to pay attention to the bass yeah. drum first. Bump, bump, bump. <laughs> a little, a little Ber- Bernie Well, little Bernie Worrell jump up That's in right. there. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, there's seven tracks to help your funk chops. Oh, you can keep it rolling if you want. We can, we can roll it all out of Going here. Going out on a party. You know what I'm saying? Because till tomorrow. You'll hear it. <laughs>